1: I almost called you Eddie. I got Eddie Yarbrough in my head. What was what, what <laughs> that? What was that? Yaya, my man. I to just talk through a dominant first half, a sleepy second half. E- easy peasy, man. Like, just jump on with my guy, do this post game real quick, and get out of here. Lickety split. Enjoy our first road win of the season. Ugh. <laughs>
0: Watching it, that whole sequence from the beginning, man, was just really bad. You were seeing them how they were playing; they were getting attacked constantly in that second half. That back line was not communicating at all. It was tough to that second half of the Rapids fan was really tough to watch. Like it really was. Like you, like they played, they parked the bus, and they said, "Let's see how many people can actually attack us. Let's see how many times they they might be able to score."
1: Well, and I mean, in fairness, like the way Houston plays in the first half, they played decent in 10 minutes. And then, I mean, as soon as the Rapids were in possession, Houston sat everyone back. So, you know, and, and then it got back to cross you cross city USA. Uh, you could tell that Estevez was missing because it was way more crosses from the right side than we've seen all, all season. And actually, Keegan got some dimes in. I mean, uh, J. has a phenomenal chance there. One-on-one against the keeper. Good save by Clark. Um, And then he has the the cross that leads to the corner, right? It's a one-time cross in, gets knocked out. That's the corner kick. And Jack Price with a beauty. Matt gets the goal. I mean, I really thought it was a really nice first half. They had a good shape. Mac feels like he's coming into his own as this box to box mid in this two man center mid with Jack Price. That partnership's working well. I-, I don't know, man. I mean, what are your thoughts on all this?
0: That first half, I was having a lot of fun all the way around. You were seeing what you were seeing that the Rapids were attacking. They had a lot of purpose when they're attacked that just talking about the defense. If you're following the Rapids oh. account, I was tweeting from there. I was really impressed by that defense in the first yes. half. Lalo's yeah. kept heading everything out, yeah. cleared everything in his way. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Danny Wilson, after missing that game with the hamstring, uh, he looked really solid. And yeah. I, I think he looked really solid in the second half. Yes.
1: Um,
0: I think that first half was just like what Rapid soccer is supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, attacking on the wings, trying to cut in as much as you can, and then just – taking advantage of your set pieces. I think yep. they did a great job exactly. on their set pieces. I think every exactly. time Jack Price was ready to do a free kick, was ready to have a corner, I thought it was, like, super dangerous. People, uh, Houston was on their heels that mm-hmm. every set piece. Uh, and, I'm, and it's not to say that Houston didn't, like, they had shared most of the possession in the first half. They actually kind right. of was like, 50-50. So it was yeah. like, utter dominance. But when you saw the chances happening, you mm-hmm. saw that the Rapids had the better chances. You saw that they were the the team leading the tempo left and right
1: exactly exactly they were building play from the back houston was kind of sitting back letting them do that when houston was in possession the rapids were pressing more it was it felt like a more controlled game plan of the first 20 minutes against lafc their shape was really clear they're playing well from the back in possession and when they're not in possession they're pressing hard um Mac and Jack Price were working really well in the middle. And then they're just getting the ball out, you know, out wide, you know. So Barrios, J. Lu, those guys are the outlets. Uh, the, you know, the wide backs are pushing up nicely and giving that support. And I mean, the as usual, probably didn't create as many quality chances mm-hmm. as you should have. Because you're right. Possession was about 50-50. It just felt like the entire first half was spent. In the rapids half of the of the field, you get that goal. There were a couple cutback crosses that just barely missed in that first half. One with uh Rosenberry, they just find no one. And then that other one right at the end of the first half. And you could see Mac was irate that they didn't capitalize more because finally they caught Houston without numbers in the back, you know, on the counter they could have they could have ended that game right there on the 47th minute before even going into the locker room oh for um, sure they
0: could have ended this game but, like 10 different times like they had the they had the advantage most of the game and when even at the beginning of the first of the second half you like the first 10 minutes the rapids were playing how they were playing in the first half and but as exactly. the second half like kind of wore on you saw Houston started building little by little you saw yeah. Houston take advantage and get confidence which with a team like Houston who barely finding their identity, they yep. got a lot of new players in. That's the one thing you can't do with them. You can't let them feel like they're back in the game because they're just gonna take advantage of that. And that's the second one chance. As the second half wore on, their confidence grew. You saw Darwin Quintero like towards the 70 minute, 70th minute, take like four Rapids defenders by himself until Danny, uh, Danny Wilson mm-hmm. was able to like clear it. And right. even that, it was like a pretty iffy clearance if you fired.
1: Yeah, no, they they started to really play back. They started to really gift them open lanes out wide. And Houston, like right before that goal, Houston screws up a fast break where like if that touch isn't so heavy, you have a one-on-one with the goalie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think what happened is uh, the substitutions that were made in the second half took the rapid shape away. And it kind of took the outlets for Mac and Jack Price away. And then Mac was out of the game. And I thought that really hurt them as well. Um, you know, with Shidashiki in, it becomes more of a two-man attack. You you sub Brian mm-hmm. Costa in, you take Berrios out. So you didn't have those wide outlets so much. Um, well, Costa know- just hasn't yeah. found his role yet, man. That's a oh, big yeah. issue right now.
0: So, like, the biggest thing with that, taking if you take Barrios out, you take Jonathan Lewis out, your whole counterattack falls apart. Yep. Now you have yep. Shenashiki, who is not a speed demon like Jonathan Lewis and Barrios, that if yep. you throw it out there, you can just – they'll run down the wing, and they're going to have a cross. Or they can cut back in like Barrios is known to do, or even Jonathan yep. Lewis. Like, you, these guys are what your counter and your offense was. And once you took them out, you had to play possession, and you didn't have the right midfielders. Or even the right strategy to play possession mm, and try to keep yeah. Houston out of your out of your half that whole second half, basically.
1: Yeah. Which I do yeah.
0: I do agree. The one sub I loved, and it wasn't even the Max office one, was the Colin Warner one. Because the game was starting to get very chippy. They were starting to throw elbows. Yeah. Everybody, and Colin Warner is yeah. perfect, Conch Cap guy. The guy is gonna be Going around trying to knock everybody down. He's gonna fight for possession. And I thought that was the one sub that I would have made a little bit earlier.
1: Yeah, um, I'm with you. And actually, I mean, you know, I thought Shidashiki played very well. Uh, his touch was much better on the ball than Rubio's. He had some really nice passes. He has that pass to uh trusty, which again could have ended the game, ends up being off sides, right? Um, and I love that you talked about the back three. I thought the back three did really well. The first 60 minutes they were pushing up when they needed to. So it wasn't just in the defensive phase. Um, But yeah, I kind of think they lost their shape. You're exactly right there. Lo- they lost their speed and ability to counter and take guys on one-on-one and start to take advantage of having a bit more numbers. Mm-hmm. And it, I, on top of that, I think they just got tired. I mean, they got tired and they got comfortable defending the lead because while Houston was finding the ball more, how many truly dangerous opportunities did they even have, man?
0: Well I, I was tweeting back and forth. Somebody like Houston felt toothless. They were getting there, they were having they were creating the chances, and every time they shot, it was out left or right at Yarborough. It yes. took a, a huge Yarborough mistake. That he cleared it straight to the Houston player. And then he ran out outside his box where he couldn't even put a hand on it. Because if he did, it was going to be a red card. And he got scored on. I mean, I don't blame no. Yarbrough 100%. But is about 90% of the reason they lost. They like, tied, yes. T- well, tied, not lost. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But like, it feels it, like it, a like, loss because really you blew feels, a win. Yeah. You it, literally like, gifted a win.
0: That last-minute goal really did Deflate me a lot because I like of it course. deflated me like because I really thought the Rapids were gonna walk out of Houston of with course. three points. Uh, Ralston Lake was uh, is tied up too right now, yep. Yep. so the Rapids would have been looking pretty in first place if they would have. They would have been right up there either in first or second place if they would have walked out with three points.
1: You're not going to like this, Ralph Salt Lake, now up 2-1. So, <laughs> a horrible <laughs> evening just got worse. Um, yeah, that's oh, devastating. My. I it's know gonna... that was that was the one saving grace coming into this. was like, okay, Ralph Salt Lake's tied up at least. Oh, oh, that's,
0: <laughs> that's super painful. That, that just and, sucks, especially with them. That's their next opponent in two weeks. Yeah. Uh,
1: and yeah, it, I mean, with everything that we've broken down, Everything from the substitutions, them losing their shape, be more sloppy in possession, not pressing as much, just kind of gifting Houston the possession and just trying to, like, run out the clock. The even, even the goal should never happen, but the few opportunities Houston had prior to that were, again, in them having sloppy turnovers and trying to build from the back instead of just, like, sweeping it and, like, you know, dumping it to Dallas. Uh, just like getting sloppy, and then it finally catches up to them with just a, an errant pass over the middle. And yeah, I think Lalas is coming out. I think Lalas can contest that if Yarbrough just like backs up and stays in his goal and contests that a little more. Instead, it becomes a super, super easy goal for them. Um, And I mean, more devastating, Brian Acosta has the ball to win it on his left foot. At the ninety third minute and just misses wide
0: that was the one where he scores that that could change the whole season for Brian Colins starting yes. here to that yes if he scores that it's a game winner yeah right at the death. what's good gonna be like, oh, this guy's ready to play. He was we had that was like 10 minutes until like he's been playing for 10 minutes at most. If Frazier would have gained all the confidence in the world because Frazier likes seeing his players develop, yeah. likes them fitting into his system, especially when they have big moments. Frazier's a coach that will is gonna reward them right away. So when he missed that, it was it was not just for the law, it's not just bad for the team that tied, but it's also bad for him and like just gaining more and more confidence as the as the year goes on. That could have gone a long way for his playing time.
1: It's a phenomenal point. Yeah, just his confidence, the confidence his teammates have in him. Because to me, he's clearly been the guy who's had the hardest time. I mean, I don't know what his position is. Sometimes he's out wide. Sometimes he looks like one of the center mids. He just hasn't found a spot. I honestly thought Max had his worst game, too. Just didn't look confident, wasn't able to have a a ton of impact. Obviously, he's put in a tough spot um, coming in to protect the lead and then all of a sudden having to switch his brain. And trying to create something out and of really, nothing there.
0: And I don't believe Max is a protect the lead kind of player like Colin no, Warner is. No, like even Jack Price is a protect the lead player. Diego Ruiz was a protect the lead player. Um, Max is like try to out there and go score. He's gonna 100%. yoga bonito. He's gonna try to get his, yes, He's gonna yes. try to create plays. So putting them out there when you're protecting the lead was a really weird um, sub for me. Like what what is that gonna do for? What kind of dynamic was he looking for? I think he was just trying to sub out Rubio because he was tired. And he didn't want to pay Yappian into that position. He wanted to give Max some run. And honestly, how I said, Rubio was just tired. There's like He wanted somebody that could hold on to the ball in the final third of the Dynamo's field. And he just wasn't – none of them were able to do that anymore.
1: Honestly, the bench is kind of short right now. Like, as far as, like, attackers go – so in the final third, if you're just looking for fresh legs, Max is kind of one of your only options because and
0: it's uh, one of that, the only attacker players that you have that's right. not a 17 year old.
1: Exactly, and I mean they're kind of missing more guys out wide. Like I've been disappointed in Barrios. I don't think Barrios is doing enough to like take guys on, and uh, you know create numerical advantages, and uh, you know make deadly passes and deadly deadly shots on goal here to really make a difference in the final third. I thought Rubio probably has his worst MLS game of the season thus far. Oh, easily. Um, easily, right? And uh, Jalu, I thought, played really well. But, you know, he, he can only go so long. He's probably just a 60-minute player right now. Um, and, you know, he is the guy you... He, he can give you a little more goal-scoring dynamics from out wide because he can cut inside and stuff. But, they really, I mean, the left side was completely different from what it's been all season, without Estevez there. You know, well, like that's they the just thing. haven't. They didn't have that wide lane. They were just cutting inside with Jalu.
0: So last week when they played uh, Sporting Kansas City, Jay, Jonathan Lewis was completely out of it. You didn't hear his name. You didn't yeah, know where he was. Yeah. He never touched the ball, but Estevez did play that game. Now that Estevez was out, Jonathan Lewis was a big contributor to this game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he was.
0: He was attacking. So, like, now my theory is what if we switch Estevez with Barrios, the, they have okay, like, I'm not sure which feet, which foot they prefer. I'm guessing that they prefer the left and the right so they can mm-hmm. cut in and shoot, sure, which is sure. what they usually do. Um, but now I'm starting to think maybe if you switch Barrios with Jonathan Lewis, you can um, get more out of Jonathan Lewis on the right side because he's not overlapping with Estevez as much. Yep. And I think Barrios yep. is better, better playing inside and cutting in than Jonathan Lewis is. So now I'm starting to think maybe that mm. might be something when Estevez comes back that if you switch him wings, it might be it might work better out for that offenses, yeah. On the
1: offensive. Yeah. Great, of great point. Because J- Jonathan Lewis is playing like an inverted winger right now. You know? Yeah, like exactly. He's always cutting inside. I will say it does feel like they found something with this 2022 squad in the 3-4-3 um the you know the it the shape is just feeling better i just want the front three to feel more like a front three instead of a you know two out wide with a single striker you know and that's where yeah. barrios needs to be more part of it to me well like that seems to do more of what lewis is doing
0: and the issue that that single striker feels like a false nine, feels like a tag. It feels uh, like a tag. Sure you know, like in a, it he doesn't sure feel does. like a striker. I know. So like I know. it becomes frustrating when you don't got when you're they're crossing it and you see Rubio isn't even oh. in the box. He's outside bad. of the box, and it's just like you're like, please get somebody that can hit that in. <laughs>
1: Well, and now even on the cutbacks, there was no one. It's like, well, what is going on? Like he just we know a... we don't have a striker. We're just cutting it back, and there's still no one. He just had uh, a bad game brutal. all the way around. It was a brutal game for Rubio. Yeah. What? Um, who is who? Would you give the player of the game to?
0: Honestly, Lawless. I thought Lawless was amazing today. Lawless, he had he... best
1: game of the season. He played really well.
0: Just like he was a stalwart back there. He didn't let anything yeah. get by. They. They would shoot it and he was a wall. So I'll give it to Lawless for today for sure.
1: I love that. Um, definitely cleaner than Trusty, who had, you know, that crazy, crazy collision for the yellow card. Um, misses the goal. Well, was offsides anyways, and then had a few errand passes. I think that you can make a case for Danny Wilson and Mac as well. Um,
0: Mack's hitting <laughs> up, man. man. Mac is going to have a season. I can feel it. He... He's,
1: he's found his role. He's now a box to box. He's not worrying about trying to be a number 10 or impact. He's box to box. He's a great pairing with price in possession. He was phenomenal. Like there was no getting the ball out of him. Super good at like coming in, getting the ball back. He's just running 24. four seven. he had one pass that was just gorgeous. Like 30 feet yeah. to Jay Lou on a, on a rope. Um, I actually thought he was even cleaner with his passing than Price was, who had a few turnovers that yeah. could have cost him. Um, I thought Rosenberry played really well in the second half. It just kind of fell apart. Um, yeah,
0: Rosenberry's always he's a solid. He's, he's always going to be solid. He'll he'll give you a few mistakes here and there, but for the most part, he's reliable. You're not going to get anything different from him.
1: Yeah, and I mean both goalies probably worst players of the game because let's face it, as yeah. much as we can lament Yarbrough, Clark, completely completely whiffs on that corner credit to danny wilson for being there standing strong yeah. and making that really hard but he completely whiffs and lets Max score a goal that requires nice instincts but just about you and i could have scored
0: yeah yeah that was
1: <laughs> just the goalkeepers are bad everything yeah. they every,
0: everything they stopped was literally like right at their hands they they rarely were contested they rarely had to make a nice stop or anything so it wasn't like oh my goodness no. clark completely out of very or willie completely outplayed played clark it was just right. they were both bad like they just weren't contested if the rapids had three more shots on goal i believe that was yeah. just a, maybe a little bit higher up i just think the rapids win 3-1 it was like that sort of like neither goalie was that good
1: Yeah, for sure. I'll be dreaming about that Brian Acosta miss. Um, (laughs) That felt big, man. And I definitely feel like that uh, that missed break at the very end of the second half is probably the turning point. Like, they probably can end it right then and there. Yeah. And they didn't. It is what it is. You <laughs> yeah, get, I mean, you really,
0: like it's the third game, fourth game of the year. They're gonna be okay. They'll Look. get their, they'll get their hundredth road win eventually. Exactly. It'll take time.
1: Exactly. Just, the beauty of the MLS is this win won't come back to haunt them five months from now when they're in a title race. They still will have yeah. to earn the postseason and do it that way. So. It sucks, but it's still a point on the road. I think this team is finding some things, finding their identity. Um, but ye- we do need to still figure out some things up front. No yeah, doubt about that.
0: For sure. And it'll come. I believe in this front office. I, like, I, do too. I really do believe in pouring and all and Frazier and what they're building. They'll, Absolutely. they'll, they'll build a team that Colorado deserves.
1: That's for 100%. Sure. No, I mean, they're already figuring some things out. So I I feel good. And now it's time to put Nashville on to, to root against RSL. <laughs> I'm fading RSL all
0: I can. I'm drafting exactly. right now. I'm going to go ahead against
1: them. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That sounds like a fun night.
0: So anything else, Jay?
1: No, yeah, yeah. That's going to do it for us. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. Mitch and the crew will have you all covered midweek um international break for the boys but not for the boys of the mvr rapids um, oh. and yeah man always a pleasure doing this had
0: a lot of fun Dre. thanks for hopping on man always Peace so. out guys